Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Rachel Gaffney and I am the host of Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland. Uh, Welcome to another episode from the Lincoln Centre here in Dallas, Texas. It's a beautiful day outside and I haven't been with you guys for a while, so we have a lot of catching up to do. Hi, Anna. Great to be back. Hey, Rachel. Good to have you finally. Oh, my God, we missed you. How was Ireland? Did you really? Yeah, of course I did. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I feel I did exactly what I tell people not to do. I just spent three weeks speed dating with the country. I mean, I literally drove around that country on my own in a car for three weeks and I am wrecked. <laughs> I'm really tired. It looked like you had a ton of fun. I was looking around and you were doing like a lot of like uh, walking around the city in the fields, just exploring. Oh my gosh, what where weren't you? <laughs> oh, listen, um, I'm going to talk about that. And the reason I was over there was I was doing my own research. I do it all the time, you know, when I want to arrange trips for, for clients um, to kind of uh, curate experiences for people. And unless I've been there, unless I've eaten there, unless I've checked it out or gone down the road, or driven the cars or experienced public transport. I do it all, all the time in every part of Ireland to really know what's going on and what to tell you. But I want to start with, um, let's go back to the very beginning. And um, we, we talked about this earlier on, you and I in the studio, and we were talking about my experience on the inaugural flight from Dallas to Dublin with American Airlines. Who are oh, these people that oh, we can see the on the stream? Okay, so there's me in the, in case you don't know who I am with the red hair. (laughs) (laughs) And actually the two people there, uh, one is the Irish consul, uh, Adrian Farrell, who's in Austin, Texas. And the other is a girl called Darina Padian, who is with the American Ireland Fund. And we were all present for the inaugural flight on June the 6th from Dallas-Fort Worth Airport to Dublin, Ireland. And um, I'm going to be... uh, you know me, I, I do everything off the cuff, so I'm kind of looking at myself in the monitor and getting confused because I'm having a delay in the speaking and what I see, and I'm getting distracted. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, you did it, you didn't do it for three three weeks, and you're completely off. But totally I ne- understand. I know, but I need to stop looking because the, the, the timing for me, what I'm seeing is off with what you're seeing, so hopefully it's all syncing, but it's not syncing for me, so I need to not look at the screen. It's probably a good thing anyway. Um, But I went on this inaugural flight with American Airlines. And can I just tell you guys, it was fantastic. It looked like it was It was absolutely fantastic. And you're going to say, what was so fantastic about a plane? It was the new Dreamliner aircraft. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, And I'm not just saying this. Okay, we can maybe say it for the inaugural flight. You might expect this. What I'm about to say, which is the crew were fantastic. But I turned around and came back three weeks later on my own 
well, I went on my own too, but uh, the crew on the way back were equally as nice. And I'm hearing from lots of people who are on this flight going back and forth to Dublin that the crew are fabulous. And I experienced, um, let me tell you, the crew are very excited about this route themselves because they love having that layover in Dublin. It's only 24 hours for them, but they absolutely love it. And I spoke to American Airlines this morning before I came in. Uh, so today, just for the record, is July the 3rd. And I did speak to them. The flight is going very well. And, and when they say very well, um, I've had requests from a lot of people asking me, um, Rachel, do you think they're going to do it year round? Do you think they'll do it year round? Which would be absolutely wonderful. And the answer is American Airlines would love to offer this flight year round. And the only reason they can um, make it a year round flight is if we book tickets and the season uh-huh. is successful. OK, well, it makes sense. I mean, it does. you it can't does. operate a flight if it doesn't make money. True. Um, and so it needs to, you know, be profitable. Um, so the more we kind of book this flight, the more, the better the opportunity that um, they can extend the season and maybe go all year round. Um, it is getting very heavily booked. The flight attendant told me on my flight that she had done three flights to Dublin and all three were fully booked. Okay. Uh, so that's a good sign. Um, I've heard from people who are finding that the airfares are a little higher and that's because all of the, you know, they start off, people buy the cheaper seats and then it goes up and they're released that way so um but the flight there and back was fantastic and the reason i want to say that is because look i've been flying america for 23 24 years because i live in dallas fort worth i like everybody else have experienced cabin crew they're absolutely exhausted and not so pleasant and check-in crew we all have right but we all talk about and we complain about it but i want to say that the cabin crew and the flight on june the 26th from dublin to ireland were unbelievable and I don't mean like oh they might have known you might have been on it or there's a travel agent or somebody writing about it no I watched them with the passengers they were just all excited and sharing what they learned about Dublin and asking people about you know what do they find nice about Ireland and there's just a great buzz on the flight so long may it continue um I did take a little video a little time-lapse video do we have it there here we go that was me leaving Dallas were you seating backward I just had my phone stuck out there. Oh, because I was a bit confused. I was like, oh, it looks like... Oh, I, I see no. what you're doing. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So there's Dallas at nighttime. So the flight's at 11 p.m. at night, which is lovely because you, you get on the plane, you go to sleep, and you wake up in Dublin the next day and off you go. So it was fantastic. It was um, really quick getting through customs and immigration. And then what I really loved coming back from Dublin was I got on the plane and I was telling Scott from American this morning, it was the first time I've lived here since 1996. And when I got on the, when I checked in at Dublin airport, it suddenly dawned on me that when my bags were going through, I thought... Oh my gosh, when I land, I go home. I don't have to go to another (laughs) airport and I don't have to go through Philly and Chicago and Boston and I just get to get off the plane and go home, which is Yeah, kind of like getting out of the habit of like thinking, oh, this whole endeavor and no, it's so easy now. Oh, it's just, it's excellent. And so I have so much to tell you guys. Did you have a crack? (laughs) Did I have crack? I did not have any crack. Um, and people probably want to know uh, what Anna is referring to. Well, I tell them. So while I was in Ireland, the first week, I think I was there a week. And all of a sudden I got all these notifications and people are saying, Rachel, we're watching you. And I thought, what? Oh, yeah, I forgot. So DFW Airport um, released some social media videos to promote their direct flights to different countries um, and different cities and destinations. You know, Munich was one of them and Dublin was one of them. And for one of their promotional videos, do we have it here? Yeah, yeah, I do. Should we share it with people who haven't seen it? Yes, let's share it. So see if you recognize this person doing the social media video for Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. Here we go. Roll it there. 
Hello there, my name is Rachel Gaffney and I am a native Cork woman, Irish woman living in Dallas, Texas. I am the owner of Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland and I'm on a mission to basically introduce the Real Ireland to your life. This one gets people into so much trouble in Ireland. Crack is actually an Irish word. And well, that was unexpected. It's just stopped playing. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, that's okay. So obviously the word crack, uh, which is obviously caused... <laughs> literally stopped there. <laughs> oh my goodness. It just, um, did it just stop playing or Yeah, something? it literally stopped playing because Facebook has been having some issues. And by the way, uh, just so you know, um, it's not working properly, but we're good on um, YouTube. Everything's going good on Twitter and uh, YouTube. So Okay, Facebook. I've been cursed with them a lot lately, haven't I? With oh, Facebook today, Live. Today's been awful. I had one another time as well where our show didn't yes. go out. But um, that video's DFW Airport um, they have it on their social media profiles and it's basically all the Irish words you need to know slang and sayings when you're going to Ireland so one of them we talked about was crack which is the meaning of the word fun when I got off the plane in Dublin Airport I snapped this photograph it's a, it was a big yellow placard do you see this? Oh my gosh Let's have some crack some things get lost in translation one word that won't and My taxi so my taxi is the app I told people yes. about before. Do you remember? Yes, I definitely remember because it's so yellow and, and black. And I was like, oh, yeah. It's a great app, by the way. If you're going to Ireland, you need okay. that taxi app on your phone. Um, it's basically um, Uber is not permitted in Ireland, uh, but my taxi is. And my taxi means that they make sure that everybody's insured and bonded and licensed and everything, which is really for your protection because you don't know who's picking you up. So um, that's a great app. But that word crack means fun. So when people in Ireland are saying, hey, listen, the crack is great down there. It actually means fun. It is not referring to some illegal substance. Okay. Right, let's move on. I wanted to talk about all the different things I did when I was in Ireland and to say that I discovered some places, some properties, some castles, some products, some food is an understatement. I have three weeks worth of content that I need to get through um, now that I'm back. Um, I have my little file here of all the different peoples that I've met and visited. I have, of course, my trusted notebook, which I was telling people, you know, I, I write all, I put all my cards in here for people I meet. Um, places that people should go to or you know I won't say not go to because they just don't go in the book so anything negative or anything I'm not impressed with I don't write about it I don't talk about it I just don't do anything with it at all it just doesn't get included in my little blue book here so um, I wanted to talk to you about I am from Cork and I arrived in Cork and when I arrived in Cork the first weekend I was there there was Seafest on and Seafest was along the Docklands in Cork and it, all, it was all about maritime. There was a maritime summit on in the City Hall in Cork um, and there were some US senators present and they were talking about maritime law, they are talking about our oceans which um, I was very very aware when I was in Ireland how um, aware people are of their environment. Um, people don't use plastic. We don't use plastic grocery bags. If you go grocery shopping, there is a charge for them. But that's been like that in Europe for a long time. Is Aren't it the same doing, in Portugal? Uh, yes, it's it's an European law, actually. Yeah. That's why. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. But yeah. in here, you can you can pay on Aldi, which is an European uh, supermarket. Mm. You, they charge you like 10 cents or something. But what I've noticed is uh, plastic. People are very aware yes. of plastic and especially the younger generation. I mean, I had small kids saying, Rachel, you shouldn't have a plastic bottle. You know, they're mm -hmm. so the ocean are a big big thing on people's radar on protecting our fish and our maritime and our sea life but anyway um, I'm here to talk about the food and the fish that came out of it and it was spectacular I ate fish for three solid weeks now 
I want you to see what I did. Let's keep on this photograph. I want to explain what this is. This okay. was an incredible thing. So I went to Seafest, attended that, went and visited a boat, went on the Grainne Whale, which is one of our Irish uh, Navy boats. And that was no hardship. I got to meet the crew. That was lovely. Aww. <laughs> oh, I met some lovely men on that boat. It was oh, lovely. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Is this this one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's where I'm from, Cork. And that's the port of Cork. And that was the Grainne Whale, which is the ship I went on. I'll tell you what that ship does. They go around to all the lighthouses around Ireland and they deliver the water, the fresh water supply to the lighthouses. Um, They check all the buoys or what do they call them over here? The buoys? Yes, I think Uh, so. We call them buoys. Um, So not literally men, but the buoys out in the ocean. And they are, uh, you know, uh, uh, maritime engineers and everything. So they keep our oceans safe and everything. So I met with these guys and I learned so much about them. It's called the Irish Lighthouses and they manage these boats and you can actually stay in the lighthouses. You can have a lighthouse yourself for the weekend if you want you as well. You can? Yeah. That's I, amazing. I know. I'm going to get some information on that for people. If you want to go to Ireland and stay in a lighthouse, that would be a wonderful Ooh. experience. Yes. But so there was a thing called the Cork Long Table Dinner. So I bought myself a ticket for 80 euro. I decided to go on it. And that photograph that you have there of the girl with the food, that was the first stop. So we all met outside this little restaurant and it's called Ali's Kitchen. And this, you can see, I don't know these people, but they had all bought tickets as well. And it was basically a restaurant crawl. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fun. I was eight properties over four hours and somebody led it and we went from property to property and we went into the English market. Uh, What other photos do I have there of uh, maybe? Oh, yeah. Look, that was when I went into the English market. Look at that. That looks amazing. That was beautiful buffalo mozzarella, which is made in Cork. Um, And then all of the ingredients there was crispy cabbage and kale and olive oils and everything. Is that a tomato? Um, Yes, it was a tomato. and the tomatoes and oh we went to another place and they had local so Kinsale is in County Cork and they make this gin so it was gin and elderflower tonics um, but it was a whole tasting on on my county and the restaurants and the uh, products and that was just one activity I did while I was there unplanned um, because when you go to Ireland you're going to discover there's just so many things on offer while you're there so um, one of the things I thought I'd like to do is with the flight, this direct flight, and um, it, it isn't just Dallas or Texas. I know there are people everywhere watching this show. And I thought I might need to start a little competition and give uh, do Ooh, a little giveaway. Yes. So I have been collecting photographs um, in, throughout my travels. And I'm sure as people are either heading over or have been over, I want to see some of your photos. I want to see what you've captured um, when you're in Ireland. And... I want to ask people, I want to do a call out and a shout out for a photo competition. And I think we're going to run this through the summer. We'll go through till September. And the reason being is I'm going to start adding little things every week or every few weeks to this little prize box. So let's start. Right. I'm going to start Uh by throwing a few things into this prize box. So what you have to do is submit a photograph. You can post it on Instagram. You can send it to me on Facebook. You can email me, but we'll create a post and I'll, I'll do something on this later with what to do and how to submit it. But the hashtag must be Rachel's Real Ireland. So R-A-C-H-E-L-S-R-E-A-L Ireland, all one word, 
hashtag Rachel's Real Ireland. And the reason being is I can find your photo that way if you want to be entered into this competition. Right, and you can follow hashtags. It's like, yeah. It's so a, an easy way. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. So post it on Instagram, post it on Twitter, post it on Facebook, use that hashtag or message it to me because we'll share them. And we'll find, I'll get some people to judge the photos. I don't want it to just be me because then in case it's somebody I know and all of that. And then we will give out some prizes for the best photos or some unusual ones of how people have captured Ireland, the Ireland they've been to. And you could have gone six months ago. I don't care. So the first book I'm going to add to this prize box is the book that uh, Georgina Campbell, who I write for. Yes. And I didn't write for this book, but this is the best Ireland, the best of the best. So it's a guide on all of the places to stay and eat. Okay, this is one of the most, most comprehensive and one of the better guides out there. So I'm going to throw that into the into the prize box. Um, my wonderful friend, Emen McDonnell in uh, Limerick, who has written this beautiful cookbook and it's called The Format Cookbook. Am I showing this properly? Yeah, it's absolutely great. We can definitely see the cover. And it had amazing, you were showing me this, it had amazing photos of delicious food, right? You just oh, she's an it. incredible food oh, photographer. But she's worked for people like Rosie O'Donnell and worked on TV production in New York for years. And now she's married to an Irish farmer. This is the kind of imagery she has with stories. Oh, that's great. Now, uh, quick, that will go into the prize box as well. Um, we're meeting her in September. So if anybody wants to come with me, there's still some spots left. September 7th to the 15th, come with me for a week in Ireland, Limerick and Cork. We're going to go to Adair Manor, Dromolan Castle, Ballymaloo House, West Cork. We're going to go to a men's place um, in Limerick and go foraging for blackberries, blackberry picking and go to her farmhouse kitchen for homemade scones. And you'll get a copy of this book. But for the photo competition, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this. I'm going to start throwing in food products. Look at this Ooh, one. Look at that. Okay, this is a brand I talk about in Ireland, Simply Better, uh, from Dunn Stores. And I love the story. What they do is, if you can see the map of Ireland on the back of this. Oh, yes. Yes, okay. you can definitely see it. Mm -hmm. And um, these are crisps, or as we call them, crisps, Chips. you call them potato chips. And this is, they feature a different producer from different parts of the country. Um, and artisans. And this one is a uh, Clarehead is in County Louth. And I went to visit um, David uh, Delaney, who started a company called Oriel Sea Salt in County Louth. Um, and then these are potatoes from County Antrim and to together they make these crisps. So these are not just some mass produced product. These are all artisans working together. So we're going to throw this into it. And then we're going to start adding to this pot. So um, I will, this is just the beginning of your prize pot. So if you want to enter this photo competition, what you must do is um, hashtag Rachel's Real Ireland and I will, will do it in September. So this box should be getting a little bit bigger by September for prizes of things that we're going to give it's away. It's going to be a whole room full of amazing goodies. It's going to be <laughs> a goodie September. box, an Irish goodie box. And as I come across them, I will start adding those to the mix, okay? Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was West Cork. I went to visit West Cork. Oh my gosh, I went kayaking. Look at it. That looks so beautiful. Do you uh, want to see the photo of you on a boat? There we go. Oh, right. Okay, let's keep it on this one for a minute. Not because I want you to see my ugly mug. I want you to meet the two gentlemen behind me. And um, in, the, in the back of the photo, you've got this phenomenal chef. And his name is Eddie Atwell. And he is at the Eccles Hotel in Glengariff. Now, the Eccles Hotel in Glengariff was built in 1735. 
and they are currently look at it they're currently restoring it and I oh, stayed it's so beautiful do you see up above the word Eccles do you see that beautiful bay window yes alright that is a suite you can see the bedrooms on either side and it's called the WB Yates suite the William Butler Yates suite okay because WB Yates used to stay there he used to write there to the left of it was my bedroom and this hotel is currently being restored so it's in this in between stage there are some bedrooms that are done and some that aren't done so I'm going to give you full disclosure um, still used a lot by locals people to go there to eat and drink um, there's some work to be done there but as you can see up above at 1745 and the view then is out onto Glengareth Bay and boy is this a spot and that's where we went kayaking out there on that bay and I went with the chef and the other gentleman's name was Leaf and he runs um, a venture kayaking group and you can see where we were out there so the hotel overlooks that bay Glengareth Bay I'll tell you who had an estate out there do you remember Maureen O'Hara the actress yes yeah she actually used to live there that was where her estate was and they just recently sold it but we went kayaking around the bay and as we pulled into the different bays we went foraging and he pulled like barnacles from the rocks and he pulled honeysuckle wild honeysuckle and different seaweeds and different things and then all of the food he gathered went back and he cooked and really? he served oh my god salted caramels with infused with seaweeds and everything was just so scrumptious and delicious and those are the kind of experiences i want you to know about when you're going to ireland now i loved it so much that on my trip in september i'm actually going to add an experience with eddie so people who are coming with me in september if you want to come we're going to go kayaking with these same guys and it's the most wonderful activity uh, then you know all this of course the next day all across my oh, shoulders of course you can't you feel it muscles i had never used before but you know you know what i feel like i've i've done kayaking did you have a little padded support like on the back Tiny bit. A tiny they, bit. They it, were showing me how to, you know, get my knees in under the boat and stay oh, upright. Okay. And we were out there for about three or four hours. I mean, wow. what I didn't do in Ireland, I hiked <laughs> mountains. I went fly fishing. Um, the fly fishing was one of my most favorite, I'll be honest with you. I went foraging for seaweed and cooking with it with fish on the beach. So as you can see, I had the most amazing trip, as in I did everything that I tell you guys not to do. I went speed <laughs> dating with the country. For me, it's okay because I'm doing it for content to tell you about it, to write about it, to <laughs> in name of the content. help clients, yeah, and everything. Truthfully, I had to leave some of these places and it was killing me because I thought, I don't know how people do this as a, as a real vacation. Mm-hmm. I could never do it. I was doing it for work um, because, like I said, how can I, you know, if I stay in one place for three days, how can I talk about everything? I didn't use any of the spas or anything in any of the resorts I was staying in because... Even though it would have been nice, um, I I felt, Anna, that if I'm laying there, I'm not really finding out what's around the corner, what's down the road. How can I tell people to go there if I'm just spent my time, you know, having a massage? So um, I really did do my due diligence and I drove and I drove. But one of the things I did, what did I do? What did you do? So I drove from, (laughs) (laughs) I drove up to... um, Dublin obviously and then I drove up north and I crossed over the border and I went into Belfast which is part of Northern Ireland Northern Ireland it is Northern Ireland but which is part of the UK oh yeah yeah and what so, did I uh, tell people a couple of weeks ago? Well, you said do not use, um, rem- oh my, this shot is not great. Um, remember that they use different, co- different um, 
currency there. That's why you said. I did. I mm-hmm. said use different currencies. And yeah. the currency is sterling. Yep. And make sure you call your credit card companies before you go. So I even had the money on the show and I showed you guys what sterling looked like. I was very smart. I had both currencies. I packed my bags, went to Ireland and left my sterling behind in Dallas. No, you did not. I did. I called my credit <laughs> card and told them I was going to Ireland. And I oh. forgot to tell them I was going to be also in the UK. Okay. Uh, so when I pulled over the border, I needed to get petrol or gas. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no petrol. There's no gas over there. It's petrol, which, by the way, you learn in the DFW video. If you yes. watch that one, I talk about All that. All the way in. We're going to put that in the description. Hang on. So yeah, For I had to watch it. Oh, please do. Yeah. So I had to uh, get some gas in my car. So I had no cash. And I put my, uh, you know, my Chase debit card in there and it was declined. And I was what you know how uh, no money card declined yeah remind me how you got through this <laughs> so oh, oh and, and by the way don't forget when you're in ireland and you put gas in your car you put the gas in first and then you go inside to pay right oh so you already had the gas in your car Ooh. yes did you did you end up washing cars because <laughs> 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 you're so funny because I almost did I thought I was gonna have to wash the dishes or something because at least over here you know you have to pay first and then they'll right. release the amount and you put the gas in your car so here I am I put the gas in and you know it's probably about 60 or 70 euro I put in which is you know a lot of cash it's about 80 dollars or something because it's expensive you know um, and it's diesel by the way so I thought I'll go in I thought it was I, I filled the car went in got a newspaper got a coffee got all the stuff still hadn't you know realized Rachel you've no cash and then I thought oh I've no cash of euros I gave them my card it was declined and there's a line behind me and I thought oh my oh, good god oh my god <laughs> but thankfully I had my American Airlines credit card you know my okay. whatever you call it Citibank MasterCard my American yes. Airlines one I gave them that and that worked and I thought why is one worked and not the other and so what I learned the hard way was I keep telling you guys call your card and bring some cash so I did neither <laughs> Um, so, you know, physician healed thyself and all that. But of course, my credit card, my major credit card, I guess they must, it was suffice for them to know that I was overseas. They right. must have just allowed it. Yeah, some country, some some um, banks do not need that. They just say, okay, you're going abroad. That's fine. We know. And probably they assume. And I think, yeah, it's the difference so between together. a bank versus a credit card. So yeah. Chase was my bank. So it was my debit cards, I suppose. Um, but anyway, just remember, don't do as don't I like do. Don't be like Rachel. <laughs> do, as, do as I say and don't do as I do. I'm sure my kids can absolutely um, adhere to that as well. They can uh, vouch for that. So that's kind of like my recap on my uh, quick week. And I know it's a it's a very sort of uh, quick and uh, sounds like there isn't much there. But I have a lot of information for you guys. And we're going to work on a lot of content for over a lot of shows. I'm going to work on um, getting a lot of guests on and showing you video footage Um, and we'll do live links again with Ireland because people really enjoy that. But more importantly, now it's the 3rd of July. You've got 4th of July tomorrow. So I want to wish everybody a very happy 4th of July and a lovely holiday. But don't forget to enter my photo competition, which is Rachel's Real Ireland. So share on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook using the hashtag Rachel's Real Ireland. That's plural or A-C-H-E-L-S. 
Real Ireland. And your photo could be chosen in September. We may have to, I'm sure there's going to be more than one photo. We may yeah. have to. I bet there will be strong contenders. I think so. I might have to give away a couple of goodies, you know, but <laughs> yes. I'm going to start building your goodie basin. Yeah. Um, also, I found lots of product while I was in Ireland and I've also started planning um, and I've got working on the dates. We're going to have a big Irish pop-up Christmas shop in Dallas. Ooh. Sounds so exciting. Lots of product coming over from Ireland and there will be a shopping day in Dallas in November. So we'll okay. have all those dates. So lots lots in the works right now. Oh, that's exciting. But don't forget, if you want to go to Ireland and you need, if you want my help, let me know. You can go to rachelgaffneys.com or email me or contact me and I'll be happy to help you or point you in the right direction if I'm not the person for you. But until next week, I just want to say thank you very, very much. Have a lovely and safe 4th of July, more importantly. See you next week. Thanks, y'all. Bye.